Hi, my name is Chase Aaron, and you're watching Disney Channel. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> Welcome to the Creative Hills Podcast, everybody. I'm out here with my boy, the one and only, Chase Aaron. Yeah, what's good? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey look at that. Sound effects. <laughs> that's fire. Hey. Wow, that sounds really great. Right off the bat, I want to thank you for opening your doors up to me like right when i got to la like literally i think i i think i came over here like maybe my second day in la bro like literally my second day and i just remember like like yeah just you introducing me to actually no there was no one here the first time <laughs> but i just remember you being very open with me and like i ad admire the transparency that you had with me from the beginning and that uh you played me a bunch of dope music that is on the way like if you guys could only imagine like all these fire songs that are about to come out and like i i'm, a, I'm, a, I'm genuinely a big fan bro i i admire and i like all i like your music bro i, I really do i genuinely do that makes me really happy to hear <laughs> <laughs> i really appreciate that um i spend a lot of time you know shaping this music i can't say this sound because like as you heard there's so many sounds yeah like there's no sound it's it's just kind of like a stamped feeling but it, it just means a lot to me that you appreciate it yeah you know? bro and like i said thank you for opening up with me and sharing a lot honestly you shared the, some of the stories behind songs and and a lot of different details and you might actually be like one of the first people that i met when since it was the second day here in LA, but yeah, I admire everything. You introduced me to your boys and everybody here. And so I appreciate you that for that. And then also the irony is like, I remember I spent with, I was with you the day before my birthday. And right now today <laughs> is the day before your birthday. Wow. What are the odds? Full circle. It's amazing. Full circle. And I think the, like, did I even hit this? But full, <laughs> full circle. But um, I, I, yeah, I think it's crazy how everything works out. Uh, your birthday's coming up in three hours. How, how do you feel right now? Oh, man. It's amazing. Like, there's a whirlwind of emotion and, and feelings and, like, celestial, like, downloads happening. Yeah. You know? Um I I feel really excited and really really powerful and it's it's extremely overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I yeah. feel that. For for to paint a p better picture for everybody like this guy he plays guitar, he he produces, he sings, he writes. He's a jack of all trades over here. He he designed this whole room like like look at the layout <laughs> of this place like oh, it's a dope man. little setup, you know? Yeah, and um, it shows that you truly care about the art, you know. I try, like I just well now I try. I was for like finally something like lit a fire under my ass, and I was able to get this shit up here just in time to do this. Just in time. Yeah, I like it. Um, I remember. So one of the things I want to talk about right off the bat is that the thing that amazed me is like how many songs you have ready just ready to drop and like the the also the thing that i admire is like the patience because i know that 
probably part of you deep down wants to release it, but you also want to release it right. And you told me straight up from like the, you play me an EP and you were like, I want to put this out, but like not until you, you painted me a whole picture of these visuals and like this whole concept. And I, I thought that was so dope. And I'm just like, damn, this guy knows he has dope stuff and he likes it so much that he's willing to wait, wait, not necessarily because like, oh, for reasons of not being good or whatever is literally just because you want to do it right you want to do it with these dope visuals and you want to you know his values therefore you don't want to just put it out and like have it, everything go over everybody's head you know yeah <clears throat> i mean um it's always like the the thing has always been quality over quantity for me it there was a period where it was both at the same time where i was i was doing like great, in my opinion, great music at a at a great rate, but um, that shit caused me a burnout. So I, I I'm back to quality over quantity, and um, yeah, like I mean, as you can see, like I have a quantity of records <laughs> ready, you know, but like yeah, um, that's that's over time. That's just me developing like a. Uh, a proper game plan and everything yeah yeah and now like i have kind of a system where i like i once i know what the feeling is i can go in and you know like i can get it i go in and get it done yeah definitely and i like yeah. that you're being strategic like overall like now especially nowadays like you can have the dopest music ever but if nobody hears that shit it's like what's like it won't get you to where you want to go unfortunately and it's exactly. like you won't really want to be a big artist and you want to be you don't want to just be no soundcloud soundcloud rapper like those days are over like yeah bro. like we like you're trying to take it to another whole nother level right yeah i mean <clears throat> you know like there was a time when i'm okay i'm a really I believe in in competition in music. I do, and I, I believe that it makes for better artists. Whose neck are you coming for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily coming for any specific necks. I'm more just like setting a standard, and I'm known to set standards in ways that kind of make people uncomfortable. Oh, I don't yeah. know what it's about. About I don't know what that is about me, but I do that, and... um. Yeah, it usually ends up working out in my favor because I I enjoy the the sport mm. of like, you enjoy playing the game. Yeah, I enjoy being like I, I kind of said it on my story before. I hope it didn't rub anyone wrong, but I, I enjoy being better than niggas. <laughs> so that's like <laughs> talk your shit, bro. Talk your shit. Like I I, I appreciate like being able to exercise other um abilities that i may not necessarily get to showcase unless i'm i'm competing gotcha yeah you gotta raise the bar at the same time it's it raised the bar for everybody around you like everybody's scared to shine and it's like you shouldn't be like if you can outshine everybody do it and then they're forced to if they want to catch up or not that's up to them you know like even like from the first stuff like I remember like you playing me a lot of stuff and and like right off the bat, I was like, damn, this guy, all right. Like you already put my mind in a whole nother perspective. All right, all right, like this guy's in the space. Like he's here to compete. Like he's here to to really make a name for himself. And just hearing already what you have out, I was like, damn, all right. Like like if I want to take shit seriously, then like like I really gotta fucking start like knocking out these records because like the amount you have is really like insane, bro. Insane. 
Yeah, man. I'm like ready. I'm I'm out here. You out here? I'm out here. All right, bro. So I know you're also in a band. You make your own individual music, but you're also in a band. Yeah. Uh, where where did that start, and what? How long has that been go- going on for? Um, it started in uh, officially, let's say January twenty. 20- 19, 18, I don't know, bro. One of those <laughs> one, one of those, one years. Of those. Um, It started some time ago, and um, it's ongoing. It is sort of becoming a myth, a myth, myth, mythical, mythological? mythical, mythological. Yeah, it's. I kind of fuck with it. Like, I kind of really like that. Like, people are like, "Yo, what's going on with surrender?" Surrender, and then I like the spelling of it too. Like you, you're so like oh, you must have really fucked with that name if you got it tatted on your neck, bro. Yeah, um, it it's it's kind of like a lineage of meanings. Mm. Um, it stems from a dream that my mom had about an ego death experience for me, where she kind of saw me. Um, kill myself but not myself it was your ego yeah that's the whole thing that i'm i kind of want to save the details for to like do something cool with later okay i I dig that i dig that it's called but earlier today you were telling me that your first instrument was the what was it again the clarinet yeah clarinet so that was your first taste ever at music um that was my first like Okay, when I say like my first instrument, I'll say like my first classical. That's my first like thing where I got to like structurally do something with music. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. You're like in band or what? Uh no, I just was in elementary school. Um there was a music teacher. Well, I guess yeah, it was it was a band. Yeah. Yeah, it was a band. It was dope and then from there you just picked up guitar, you picked up keys like um yeah, what happened after that? <laughs> I was like singing for a while But I was going through puberty And like voice changes and shit So like it was a struggle Did your voice get deep right away? Like your voice is pretty deep now Like my voice still gotta <laughs> um, Still gotta get a little deeper honestly Nah yeah it was a problem All the way up through to um, I wanna say like my junior No sophomore year No my junior year of high school Yeah Yeah like I couldn't figure out my 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 registers like mm. I, there was a period where I could only sing low notes in choir yeah and like all the kids would laugh at me in choir and so like, your voice been deep yeah gotcha yeah. yeah but like when I was a kid and I was singing you know it was like higher obviously yeah, 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 you know? yeah. everyone's like oh that's cute like but then you, you got know? older and it was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so cute anymore yeah and then, yeah so like it took some time to develop but like once I got comfortable with it um got some confidence you know, start sliding on some tracks and yeah here we are here we are making making hits only right yeah well yeah she said yeah <laughs> i like i like i'm artsy so you know how, how would you describe your music bro it's like so like <laughs> lyric like lyric no honestly bro like lyrically bro like like I think it has like a deeper meaning. Like some people can take it not deep, and some people can take it like the deepest shit ever. Depends on on the mood and yeah. like just how how you're feeling at the moment. Honestly, um, 
No, yeah. I think I think my I think I think some people might take my music a little too serious, and then I think I may take take my music a little too serious as well. <laughs> um, and essentially, it is just therapeutic and really eccentric. You don't know what the fuck is like what you're gonna get. I don't know what I'm gonna get when I'm making it. So that's kind of like the, the 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 energy I kind of I, I want to give off. It's like this is this is a whole journey for all of us, you know. It's not mm. like it's not like me making something and going here. It's it's like, hey guys, I think this is done, and this is everything I can I can do for it. So check it out. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Like one of my, I, I think I've told you, like one of my favorite songs from you or probably my favorite song at the moment is Finn. And I actually, my bad, I, I'm lying. Uh, it was the, uh, not Finn. Ah, I'm forgetting the names right now. The one where you're, <laughs> the one where you're, uh, follow the feeling, you know? Limbo. Limbo. There you go. Limbo. Yeah. You made a whole shirt about it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Limbo. But that's honestly like that. I don't know. I just really love those, that, uh, wording that you have there i follow the feeling i get when i don't know what's next and that particular time when i heard that like i was personally going through that myself of like enjoying the unknown and really tapping into that because i feel like as of late like my whole experience out here like moving to la like out in the middle of a fucking pandemic like i moved out here like not knowing what the fuck was going to go on like i had a clear goal in mind of like all right like i really want to like take this music shit to another level and really focus on it from songwriting into my own music to to all these different avenues and i'm like all right if i'm gonna do this like i gotta take it serious i gotta fucking go all in and like the moment i started tapping into the unknown like i don't know what the fuck my life is gonna be here i didn't know i'd meet you i didn't know i'd meet all these other cool people you know and it's like like up like there's really no fucking way to know like the only thing we can predict is what's already happened so it's like to every time we want like we're so scared about the uncertain things that like we avoid it. But in all, in all honesty, like that's where everything we want lies in the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Following that feeling. Exactly. You, you, that gets it. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. Preach. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Judge. No, yeah. You know, honestly, like for you so far, like what's probably been like the, the song that has the most meaning for you at this point. Oh man. Um damn, I don't think about this. They all they all really really like Do you get emotional when you listen to them at times? Yeah, I mean Yeah, all the time. In fact, just yesterday I was listening to my album that I I will not say the name of yet. <laughs> Um, and it's, it, it saved me. Like I needed it mm. for, in that moment to to stay present, to be here. Do you feel like a lot of your music is almost like a self note reminder? There's a there's a theory I have on my music being both um, a therapeutic thing, uh, well, a self reminder, and also a curse because. It seems like when I go back to listen to certain things, there are things that I missed in what I was saying <laughs> that are like that were like the answer 
to, uh, to like yeah so it's just like dude if you would have just stopped bitching for a second <laughs> <laughs> you would have heard yeah but i also think that's like one of the beautiful things about about my music is like it's so introspective that you will go back to it later and the answer to something will be right there so for all you guys watching like if you guys are going through it just go ahead go on spotify right now uh type in chase aaron and play play any song and you'll find the answer to your current question all right i am not responsible for for anything (laughs) so i want to get a little bit more serious now like i know you said you grew up out here in like the la area like what was it like like growing up out here like I grew up in the Inland Empire. Inland Empire. Don't get it no, twisted. Don't get it twisted. Nah, because you know, LA has this running thing for some odd reason where they like to think that people in the Inland Empire want to be from Los Angeles. <laughs> and I need it to be very clear <laughs> <laughs> that I do not, Chase Aaron, Aaron Johnson does not want to be from Los Angeles. I was raised in the Inland Empire. And it is also very dangerous <laughs> in the Inland Empire, in the area where I was raised. Yeah. Um, um, I came up in San Bernardino, and then my mom got a good job, mm. and we moved to Moreno Valley, mm. where people were running from L.A. and moving to <laughs> and bringing their drama and bullshit with them. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Another reason why I asked that also is because uh, honestly, since I've been in LA, like, or at least I remember the first month at least in LA, like, I was very oblivious, oblivious to a lot of things. Um, not necessarily of like not not knowing like all this violence and and certain like not to be get caught up in the like get caught off guard, you know. And like I I was pretty aware of it. Like I'm always cautious, but like I just didn't really think about it. Like in the last few years like honestly like i i had it good in vegas like i was living in like henderson which is like the suburbs of vegas and shit i like i remember like when i was younger like i, I like i was raised in like oxnard california which is like a li- definitely way more like kind of like some people consider it the ghetto or whatever or for that area at least and like it's just like i forgot what that feels like or what that looks like and i just remember like being like oh shit like all this shit i don't know for me it just had been so long that i was just kind of unaware of how you really got to watch your back out here it's like you just never fucking know like there's unfortunately like shit happening like shit happening like honestly being real it's it's sort of a thing where um you're kind of conditioned to be that way you know like to i mean me personally like i was just kind of conditioned to always like look over my shoulder watch my back look at my surroundings check the doors like see who's see who that is and like get names like it's 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 sort of embedded in me but at the same time <clears throat> it's not really something that i want to continue to to push yeah know? definitely like i that's one of the things that i i right off the bat like saw from you and, and your boys yeah. is like how you guys are definitely moving in the right direction of like you guys were totally against it and like i remember of like all all that stuff and i just remember like i think we were walking we went to like a liquor store or something and then you're just like oh like there were some people just like rolling dice and shit and then like you're just like 
I remember like some kind of, I don't remember exact words, but something of like, he's just a product of his environment. Like there's nothing he could do. Like, and it's just like, like it was like, it's, it's however you, whether it was funny at the time or like serious, like at, yeah. at the end of the day, that's just what it is. It's like, that's the reality. What do you I think mean, kept, kept you personally? Like, what do you think kept you different or kept you in the right headspace to be able to be like, okay, like I could actually do shit with music or like I could do shit. If I focus on this, I can avoid all all of the drama, all that nonsense, you know? See, my thing is like, and this is like a new new occurrence for me. Mm. I, I didn't, I'm, I wasn't always in this headspace, but mm. my thing is like, maybe, maybe that's where they like, some people have certain callings, you know, and... We we kind of as people we always get caught up in the idea that everyone has to strive for for a certain like pinnacle you know like everyone has to hit a certain peak yeah you know and I'm sort of starting to come to terms with the idea that everybody's pinnacle isn't the same pinnacle yeah like success varies depending on person to person yeah some people and some people aren't looking for success some people are. Some people are bridges for other people's success. Some That's true. People, That's facts. Some people like some people like some people literally just want to go home every day, just go play video games, and yeah. like they're cool with it. Like if, yeah. that's just simply what it is. Like yeah. they're happy as like as much as people want to tell them oh or look at that down on them. It's like at the end of the, that's their meaning of happiness. Exactly. It's just not yours. And some people are storytellers too. Yeah. Like some people have to. Some people still have to be there on the corner to be able to tell the yeah. story of the person who got out or you know like whatever. You yeah. Know? So, like, maybe, and this is, like, back to what you were saying about the dudes who was, like, shooting dice or whatever like that. Yeah. Like, that conversation that I was having with him was, like, sort of sketchy, <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's a sketchy conversation because we don't know this man and he's obviously, like, whacked out of his mind, you yeah. know? But, like, it was comfortable for me because... Like I knew, I knew he had a story on that on that block. You know, like mm. I knew, I knew people knew him. Got you. You know, yeah. So I was like, he wasn't just some like estranged like weirdo. Mm. And like, nothing really kept me from being that. I just think, I just think I was able to like, I had a. <clears throat> I think that like, I have a f- eclectic family. You know. Mm. Um, who's kind of always been eclectic all the way up to my grandparents on both sides. Yeah. Like they've always been tapped into Hollywood or like um, my grandma used to groom people's dogs, mm. like different actors, dogs and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, she used to book people for uh, like the clubs and stuff to perform. Mm. Um, found out from my mom, like, <laughs> yeah, I found out, I found out from my mom that my grandma was um actually booking my grandfather on my father's side uh-huh. uh, to play a club with BB King and like a bunch of other like blues artists. Okay, so at the time, so you come from a, a musical background or musical family? Yeah, I mean it's so weird because uh-huh. like <laughs> it's because like let me like if. Given my experience, what it looked like for me, 
I didn't know. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I like you don't, you didn't find out till later on. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I didn't know everybody was like musically like there. I knew my mom could sing her ass off. Yeah. Um, I knew that my stepfather could play instruments. Mm. I knew that my dad was like a dancer, but like I had never met him, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Didn't really see or experience that. Mm. But yeah. Um, so you think part of it was it running? It was just happens. Happened to be running through your blood? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's a thing. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like sometimes that diminishes the, like, value of the 10,000 hours. But, like... Yeah, because definitely, I, like, I could tell, like, from the moment, like, I remember you producing something and, like, you produce things pretty quickly. Like, yeah. like everything's done pr- really fast. And I just remember, like, you really getting down on the keys. Like, I knew you played guitar, but then when I saw you get down on the keys, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all yeah. right. I, I, I see what you're capable of now. All right, then. Yeah. If you, uh, that's, that's so crazy yeah. because, like, guitar is literally the newest thing for me. Um, mm. Piano is, like, really where I got to expand my musicianship yeah yeah like it really opened up my voicings and everything like made me able to do different harmonies and cool shit like that Mm. yeah so overall like nowadays i know you've you've managed to have a, a good amount of things going on and i like the the way your career is starting to push right now it's everyone's career most people's career is on hold because of the whole pandemic as you might have heard of but uh <laughs> but not yet and but so far like what can you say or what would you say is like one of the proudest achievements so far in your career oh man in this musical journey um there's a couple things actually yeah no there's a couple things <clears throat> um being having my first television placement be a black television show. Uh, what was it? Blackish, grownish, grownish, grownish. Um, that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is uh, having a debut single uh, break a. 100,000 streams with Surrender. Mm. And I think we did that in like three months or some shit. It was it was like a really short period yeah. of time. Like we hadn't even been out a year. And that was really awesome. It gave you that confirmation of like, damn, maybe we might be on the right path. We might be onto something. Like this might have been the move. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How soon into the band did you get the tattoo? Um, Before the band. Before the band. So yeah. you think? So you, did you have the name before the band was even made? Uh, yeah. So the name was um, the name of an album I was working on when I met Lovsky. And um, she actually is the one, like, she got me this tattoo as a birthday gift. Mm. So it was, like, really, really special. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. And Lovsky's the other bandmate as well. Yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out Lovsky. But, no, yeah, I think what you're doing as a solo artist and as a as a band, like, I feel like it's only the start. It's only the start, bro. Yeah, people have no fucking clue. <laughs> and you know what's really what's really cool is that um, 
like I was saying, like with this whole mythology thing, like yeah. as as this thing kind of just goes on, we're both kind of finding so many different elements of um our of our artistry, you know. Mm. And I feel like whenever we decide to put out whatever we have sitting in our vault, yeah, like the level of I'm just I'm gonna just stop. <laughs> I'm gonna just stop. Like I could, I could guess, but like, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Going back to me saying that you were you've been open with me since day one. I remember uh, one of the things that you told me early on was like um, you opened up to me about like uh, being bipolar, and and you're like uh, you're like I can I feel like I can trust you right now, and slowly but surely, <laughs> in the last few weeks you've been opening up to everybody about it you've been opening up about about it on social media was that hard for you to do uh yeah yeah it was because um i mean you know there's a stigma one yeah and two i'm not well i'm becoming more educated about it now but i wasn't entirely educated on it initially and so i didn't want to speak out and then face the whirlpool and the world of judgmental fucks yeah. that know nothing about everything. <laughs> yeah, because I think uh, I could be wrong, but I think you said that you didn't even know you had it. Like you, like you, you thought there was something, or maybe there were some things that were there, but you didn't have a name for it at the time. Yeah, um, we just thought I was an angry motherfucker. To yeah. be real with you, like we just thought I was just a, like I, I, I was just a snappy kid, like. Mm -hmm. And I come to find out that now, like, I've been bipolar for over 20 years and, you know, nobody was doing anything about it because nobody knew anything about nobody it. Nobody knew. What what led to you eventually just finding out now, recently? Um, a long string of painful decisions and regrets and um, relationships with people that I genuinely wanted to have in my life. Mm. Um, partnered with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> partnered, partnered with. <laughs> partnered with my, oh, my just like, just getting sick of myself and just being like, you know what, dude? Like, you're not a piece of shit. Mm. Even though you feel like a piece of shit, you know? So like, maybe there's something wrong with you because you know every time you know like when things go wrong and like you're hard on yourself yeah and you say that thing what's wrong with you <laughs> what's wrong, what's with, wrong you? with me like you're just looking at your hands like nobody ever really considers the like the actual word like question yeah, that's true i think a lot of times we don't take the time to self-reflect on ourselves and like if Especially, like, I guess, well, I mean, off the ways are better, but um, I guess, like, a lot of people, for example, me, like, I know, me personally speaking, like, uh, as a person of color, like, a Mexican kid, yeah. like, I could tell you, like, less than the amount of fingers on my fingers I've been to, like, the doctors and, like, yeah, the past few years for checkups, so, like, I could have shit wrong with me for all I know, you know? I just, I didn't grow up with that kind of... No, I, I don't want to say luxury, but like I guess I did. I just didn't 
no one ever really thought to like, all right, let's go get this guy checked up, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I imagine in a lot of, a lot of households, like there's so many kids that like, they probably have things they're going through, but like no one really takes the time to check up, you know? Yeah. And I mean, um, like I'm, I'm not like one of the, I'm fortunate. Like I have a family that's very vocal. We're very communicative. Yeah. I'm just, but even then I think it's like, uncommon or like yeah, you a know. lot of no one expects to be like oh yeah let me go check if my son has a certain uh condition yeah. like for all they know like we just assume we assume oh this person's just mad this person's just really sad he's just really an emotional guy yeah, like, like they just going through a lot like, yeah it's just assumptions and then you know when it's family and this is something that i came to understand when i um broke <laughs> i don't like to say that so let me rephrase that <laughs> when i when i shared my news with my family that um you know no one's ever gonna really think that about their family member yeah you know that it's that's a hard thing to conceptualize for someone that you've known your entire life and definitely you know and even though it makes sense Mm -hmm. even if you like put everything into that scope and you look at you look at it within that frame it's like oh god d- duh duh yeah you know and like once once me and my family got to that point yeah <laughs> everything everything is just beautiful that's good yeah glad to hear that bro yeah thank you glad to hear that honestly and like yeah like um a few days ago i think or you happen to have uh oh uh, yeah a wristband you got up here yeah uh well i won't take it down but. you want you want to grab it or Nah, it's kind of far. It's up there, though. Yeah. You can see it on my Instagram. You'll see it somewhere again at some point. <laughs> but what's the story behind that, bro? Uh, so uh, the date was December 3rd. So I checked into a psych ward yeah. on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm... I'm I I go to extremes to get things done because for some odd reason, and I was thinking about this today, if I don't, it won't get done. Like if I beat around the bush, if I if I try to play it nice, this shit won't happen, you know? Like I've been trying to get medication, I've been trying to get therapy, I've been trying to get help for a while now, ever since I I found out that I was bipolar. Um and I can't really, I couldn't really put it, put it off on anyone else that I wasn't, you know, doing what I needed to do to get where I needed to go. Like, get treatment, get help, get support. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was spiraling mm-hmm. and people were, people around me were um, seeing the result of it. They were, they were taking, they were taking the hits. Yeah. And. I started. I started to get scared, man. Like I started to get worried that I was gonna lose everything that I was acquiring so quickly, yeah. and I just um, fortunately I have I have someone in my corner that like really cares about me, like really fucking cares about me, you know. Yeah. That's and um, she she took me to the hospital. She stayed with me and she made sure that I got checked in and she made sure that everything got taken care of and uh, I got everything I needed. 
the stigma also on psych wards and mental facilities we need to like something needs to happen there man like i i tell people i was in there and like you you they picture you in a straight jacket. They picture you in a straight jacket, like just yeah, completely man. jumping all over the place. Yeah, you guys, people go there when they don't feel safe. Mm. That's what it is. If you if you don't mind talking about it um, briefly, um, can you describe what what it was actually like for you in there? Um, scary, comforting. I scary because like you. You know, you go your whole life watching movies and seeing shit, like, and you never think for a second, damn, I'm I'm going to be in that place one day. And then you start to believe a little bit of that stigma as well. Yeah. Yourself from that fear, you're like, go, oh, wait, am I that crazy person? Am I exactly. this? Right? Yeah. And then you run yourself into a manic episode because you think you're some psychotic fuck and you're not. You're just a person with issues and you don't know how to deal with them and you don't feel safe within yourself to deal with them on your own. Yeah. You know, so you go to a place where they take care of all that for you. They help you, they help you find coping skills that you may not have had. They get you medication that may help you to, you know, balance out some of those emotional, um, <sighs> sensations yeah. that you may feel and not know how to express or explain or, you know, deal with. And that's that's what they did for me, you know. And they gave me community as well. Uh, other, like, people that were going through similar things, right? Yeah, I was in there with paranoid schizophrenics. I was in there with alcoholics. I was in there with um, other bipolar uh, men. I was in there with... Uh, uh, a wide array of different issues for different people. And, um, yeah, man, I, it was just like the, the openness was amazing. Mm, you feel like you were able to share your story and people were able to understand. Absolutely. Mm. The first place I've ever felt like I could say everything mm. and somebody go, uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. The first place ever. Yeah. And we talk about it, you know, like, and it's not like, I'm not like saying like we was in there like AA meeting, <laughs> like in a circle, like that, that they, they have like groups like that, but like, yeah, nah, sometimes it would just be like in passing, like on some funny shit. Like I'm in there with the homie, <laughs> with the homie from half baked. Like I can't, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, keep his identity under lock, but I'm yeah. in there with him. Like we talking about, we goofing off, we clowning. He's a comedian. Like yeah. it's really funny, you know. So like we make fun of the situation. Yeah, yeah. it's really beautiful, man. Yeah, to just being able to talk about it and make make sense of it, and as serious as it is, also make light of it. You know, of just yeah. dealing with the reality of what is, and it's like, yeah. I mean, it was. I'm saying this now. Like I've had time to reflect on it now. I'm really process it, but it was definitely. And it, like there was there was a teeter totter of like you said like the stigma, me battling the stigma. Like I had a roommate in there that um, I don't know. Like nobody nobody really knew what the guy was gonna do, you mm. know. And so like he's sleeping next to me and shit. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, like, I'm still in that mode of, like, okay, they coming in here and sticking needles in this dude to keep him where he's at, right? Yeah. And he's sleeping next to me. Yeah, what does that ta- say about me? Yeah, what's that say about me? What's yeah. that say about my safety in here still? Yeah. So I'm still, like, going back and forth between, like, you know, like, that, that headspace. Gotcha. But, like, being able to, you know, being able to go there, being able to be safe, being able to to have the option to to say okay I'm going to decide today to be present to 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 get out of this what I came to get you love know that. I love that bro yeah all right so we just had a little confetti war in here hell yeah that was wild <laughs> but so earlier you you mentioned your name Aaron yeah um, I remember at first I. I, I also thought your name was Chase, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure like a lot of people call you Chase now, yeah. and uh, pretty much everyone calls you Chase, right? Just about, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, how how did you come up with the name Chase Aaron? Um, so Chase is one of my middle names. Mm-hmm. Um, my name actually, I don't want to give out my whole Your whole name. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but Chase is one of my middle names, yeah. and um, I was having a conversation with um, my stepfather at the time, and he said something. He was really big on like just names in general, like the power of names and yeah. numerology and things like that. But um, he had this. He just was like, "Why don't you?" We were just talking about it. He was like, "You're trying to figure out a name. Why don't you just take?" The chase out of your name, put it in front of your name, and make people come after you. Like, why don't it's like, man, why don't you make people chase Aaron? <laughs> you were like, like <laughs> no, literally, my like 16, 15, I forgot how old I was. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. So, you've had that name for a while now, yeah. You have any, uh, any other artist names before that, yeah, that I will never discuss. Damn, too accurate. Too terrible. Too terrible. Just, I, I took myself so serious, and it was so trash. Well, uh, like one of the things that a lot of people don't see, like they'll probably listen to some of your songs now and be like, "Yo, this is dope." But like early on, I'm pretty sure same with everybody, regardless of where you're at. Like everybody's made trash music at one point. Nah, man, look, I have. You're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, 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 no. I need people to understand, like, there's a reason that I sit up here yeah. and, like, I, I, my chest cocked up, like, God, like, I went through it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I made terrible music. Like, I was trash. Like, I got all the laughs. Like, I got all mm. the, the, oh, he's garbage. Like, I got people telling me I should, I should, I got, I, like, periodically it's gone from just i shouldn't make music at all to like i should only write songs to yeah. like i shouldn't sing to i shouldn't rap to so you've gotten that 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 feedback you've actually experienced negative reviews oh absolutely all of mm. it everything mm. everything like all of the worst shit you yeah. can think of yeah that's crazy um throughout that journey what do you think kept you going and didn't stop you from continuing the journey because i know a lot of people they hear one critique or one thing and they're just like ah shit all right because it's time to throw in the towel i really wanted to be tight man Mm -hmm. like a lot of people 
like you got to think about what it means for you like at the end of the day a lot of people don't really want to be tight like in this shit they just want to be in this shit and like they just want to get money out a lot of, of people it. just want like, the accolades or like the results rather than the experience of all this and the experiencing the process enjoying the journey yeah like i'm here to be legendary i'm not here to get a bag and you be like oh did you see chase aaron he got the new like blue and gold grills i don't yeah. know bro like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was a time where that shit mattered to me and like it doesn't matter anymore like i i'd rather make pants with my friends and like say this is our shit and, like you know yeah fire pants thank you <laughs> oh shit yeah man no yeah but definitely like that's the one thing that i encourage others to think about especially like all every musician watching this right now like if especially the ones that are just getting started is like there's a whole fucking journey of sucking and it's just like <laughs> and like <laughs> pause pause yeah. but yeah there's that whole side of things that you never see in like a lot of artists some most artists delete so many songs off their catalog like there's so many songs like old youtube videos or something that people just bury they're like all right let's delete this burn it up and make sure nobody ever finds it and Amen. like i'm pretty sure like travis scott and all these fucking other artists have like like deleted it because they were smart but like back in the day like they probably have so much shit that they just fucking buried and burned because yeah. they didn't want nobody to know about it yeah i'm one of those people <laughs> I have tons of projects that I've buried and burned that people people back home ask me about because they know, but like I'm so thankful that like Yeah. Were you on <laughs> were, were you on them dat dat piff days? Bro. <laughs> is there is there stuff still up there? Yes. I have mm -hmm. like YouTube music videos like Under a different name? No, same name. Oh, same name. I'm still okay. Chase Aaron. I was a rapping ass nigga before. Yeah. And like it was weird. He <laughs> said that was weird. <laughs> it was weird, but like I fucked with it, and like, this shit hard still to me. So like, <laughs> if anybody got a problem with it, anybody want to run it, we can run it. <laughs> it's just tight. Look, and that's how it's gotta be. Like you gotta yeah. really fuck with your own shit, that's true. even if it's trash. Yeah. Even if you go back and listen to it and you're like, this is trash, go back and think about the moment, like how that shit made you feel back then. Yeah, the like, moment that you make it is like, yeah. I think the more one grows in their life, the more, with anything, regardless, it, it just happens to music in this scenario, but like anything, like whenever you get better, like your old stuff is always going to be trash to you. Yeah. And it's just like, that's the point. Like that's what you want it to be. Exactly. Like if you if you still think something from five years ago sounds fire, like either you're really you've been good or like fucking you're not making any progress because like yeah. that's just the reality of it. And it's like I think it's all it's all part of the journey. And it's just like just genuinely enjoy what you do. Enjoy it. Like do it because you like it because yeah, you man. love it. Exactly. Like strictly for that. Like strictly for the art. Yeah. Because when you do it for that, like you'll that's literally the people are always like. Oh, how do I get better at this? How do I get better at that? Do it for you. That's how. Because yeah. like you're gonna do it to the to the standard that you set yourself at. Like I hate listening to the radio. So when I listen to the radio, I'm like, ah, this isn't it. I, this is what I would do. I would have did this different. So when I go and make music, I go and make music so I can stop bitching. <laughs> I go and make music so like when I'm like listening to music with a shorty in the car or something like that like i'm not like you can vibe to it off about like what i would have done you know like yeah i would i just go make some shit and then play it for her and then she fucks with it it's like boom bam you know you, you don't gotta worry about nothing at all <laughs> fix all your problems right there 
No. So like that's true. Like you make music. You. you make music that you want that you would personally listen to, and it's like there's a lot of people talking shit about the radio, but then whenever they're like, "Oh, what would you change differently?" They're like, "I don't know," or like yeah. they they hit you with the "I don't know," or like, yeah, "What would you do?" Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but you could actually back it up and be like, right, yeah, "This man. is exactly what what I would do." Yeah, and it's still annoying. Like, don't get it fucked up. It's still yeah. like I'm still an asshole. Like, it's, <laughs> it doesn't change. Like anybody bitching about anything that they're not doing is an asshole. Like, shut up. You don't have to. And it's it's a problem of mine. Yeah. Like, you don't have to voice your opinions on things that you don't like. Mm, I think that's true. Like everybody's so quick to, especially nowadays, like everybody tweets like, oh, that just sucks. This shit, this, that, this, whatever. If it bothers you so much, don't give it energy. Exactly. That's me too. You know, I'm talking to myself. There you go. I think a lot of times we need to remind ourselves because no one is perfect. And it's like one moment we, as much as we'd like to think we know it all or like, yeah, I'm beyond and be and above that it's like we all have our moments including myself including everyone it's just like we all have days where like as much good energy as we want to put out as much as i'm like yo like be kind to the nearest person to everyone near you it's like there's days when i'll just be pissed off or like some or like i don't want to talk to anybody and it's just like there's just those days it's inevitable and it's just like just acknowledging and being aware of that is what makes i think makes a difference yeah exactly because it's like at the end of the day we can put up a front and say we're always happy but reality is like no. we're not like i i actually i want to take a second to talk about that because like i remember back 2017 2018 like i remember being i've always like for the last five years i've been extremely optimistic like i've always been the dude that'd be like yo like anything is possible like come on guys like why are you guys depressed like let's fucking go get this shit mm-hmm. and then it's like but throughout that realizing that like yo like like every like you're not always gonna feel okay and i'd be fronting like i feel like a lot of times i was just fronting and just being like trying to keep up this image of like life is beautiful life which it is but life is perfect which it never will be like everyone has problems like regardless of this the guy who has a bag the the guy on instagram flexing the ferrari like deep down inside like he got his issues too you know like like everybody got their own issues bro yeah biggie said more money more problems so if niggas is flexing look and this is my thing too like if you flex and there's always there's always a cover-up yeah, there's something you're hiding or something you're trying yeah. to yeah, man. make up for. The people I know with money, and it's just like something I've been fortunate fortunate enough to see is like the people I know with money, they flex it in ways that only the people that matter see. Mm. You know? Yeah. They're subtle. They're more subtle about it. Like half the people rock, rocking Gucci out here don't even, don't like that's their rent money right there. Like they... Yeah. Yeah, literally. Stupid yeah. ass. Yeah, exactly. You go sit your ass. By the way, if you really want to like wear shit like that, my brother sells the shit. So like, plug, plug. I got you. <laughs> like for real. That's how. If you are that type of person, right. plug. Yeah. Back, back, back to the show. No, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but no, yeah, bro. Like honestly, like I, like I admire the fact that. I love the way you phrase things. I like the mentality. And I think, I think you're a very positive dude. Like as much as like things go through your head, there's, I, w- I think the better word is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. very good at being vulnerable. Yeah. I wouldn't say positive. Yeah. Vulnerable and allowing the emotion. Cause the same way you show your highs, you show your lows as well. I'm glad that it translates because sometimes I'm not so sure. Sometimes I feel like, Maybe maybe the lows are too much. 
growing up, who were like some of your favorite musical artists or influences that you had? Like one who who really pushed the needle in your head or or who did you look at where you were like, damn, I want to make shit like that. I want to have that kind of influence. Stevie Wonder. Mm. Um, greatest songwriter ever. 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 Um, the way, <clears throat> the way, excuse me, <clears throat> the way he would construct his chord progressions. Mm. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, Prince. You're like, that's all I got to say. That's all you got to say. Not yet, but uh, you, like, when the cameras are off right now, uh, we played some of your older stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and this was, like, back in 2013. So yeah. around what... Around what time do you think you started so, making music? Like, when was, like, that? Do you remember your first, like, recording ever of a song? Yeah. Um, I started making music sophomore year of mm. high school. It was trash. Terrible. As you remember you, your first lyrics? Hell no, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know what is crazy is um, I still, like, I've made friends that have stuck it out with me mm, throughout like, the journey. Yeah, through that, throughout that journey, all the way up to now, and like I've I've seen their process of like go from being like Tumblr famous to being mm. like in Beyonce music videos and That's stuff dope. like that. And they've seen me like make really trash music to make like really <laughs> fucking awesome music, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like just everybody's seen the growth. I think that's yeah. a beautiful thing about like surrounding yourself with good people you know and yeah. like people that are actually doing something you know like yeah. i think deep down we can kind of tell who's really doing something and who's kind of just saying they're doing something yeah and yeah i, I think um yeah like I, I definitely you definitely look from day one you from what you showed me like i could tell right away like all right this guy's put in the hours he's put in the work like he he has a history yeah. with all of this you know and it's like for all the future generations of musicians and artists that are listening to this and maybe even 10 years from now, maybe someone's watching this in 10 years. Right. And they're like, Oh shit, Chase Aaron. They're like, I want to see, I, I want to see what he was like early on. And like, you know, like maybe you're like fucking 40 and like you got, yeah, you know, at that time you, you've already paved the way. You're already yeah. got everything you ever wanted. And someone's looking back at your life story at this present moment in time. Like what advice would you give to, to that young and starting out? Don't you ever fucking quit um, on what you want. Mm. Not, not don't quit in general. If you feel like you need to quit some shit because it doesn't fit what you want, quit. But don't quit on what you want. Mm. Period. Period. Yeah. Just stick to the process. And, like, if you really love it, like, you'll find a way to make it happen. I think most of the people that quit are just the people that weren't really interested to, to, to begin with. Like, they thought they were, but they they just really didn't end up being so, you know? Yeah, facts. And, I mean, that was really extreme advice. But, like, truthfully, um, I'm an extreme artist. And, like, I think, I think, I think great artists are extreme artists. Mm. 
you know? And I think that's something we don't really see too much right now. We yeah. don't see we don't see too many artists going from one extreme to another extreme. That's why Kanye was so amazing. Mm. Um it's still he pushed so those amazing. boundaries. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. Um <sighs> They, they they weren't afraid to get criticized because every everything I, I remember when 808s and Heartbreak came out like they criticized the fuck out of it. And now we look yeah. back at it, we're like, damn, this guy's a fucking legend. But back in the day, like everyone was questioning like the auto tune, like what, yeah. what what is this man doing? And it's just like you don't appreciate like your your new shit is never as good as your old shit until your old shit is your new shit or shit. I, I, like I worded that. that wrong, but yeah. <laughs> Some shit like that. Yeah. It's like people need time to appreciate what what's there. Like people are always gonna look back at a, 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 a something back in the past and they're gonna be like, oh, that was better. But it's just like to you, you know, as the artist, the one making something, you know that you you've only been getting better. You know, exactly. It would suck. It would suck to get worse over time. Like I I, I don't think <laughs> you yeah. gotta really try to get worse. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but with all the music that you're making right now, bro, like, are there some kind of genres that you'd like to get into that you haven't tapped into yet? Um, are we gonna hear a Chase Aryan country country album anytime soon? Hey, yo, you might be in my head, bro. <laughs> um, so like, what people don't know, I'm I'm glad you. That's a really good question to ask me, mm-hmm. someone who people may not be aware tackles so many different fields you know yeah um yes we do have a country song okay yes um yeah i'm not gonna expect it though like (laughs) 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 it's funny as hell like (laughs) yo it's so funny it's it's hilarious it's hilarious like I take myself too serious in music, man. Mm. So you really went full on, full on country, as country as it can get. Oh man, wait, just wait till you hear this shit, bro. We're gonna we're gonna do it right. We're gonna give it a visual and everything. It's gonna be You're gonna blow everybody out of the water. Hell yeah. I like it. Huh. For for yourself at the moment, like for within this next year, twenty twenty one, you know, hopefully things get better. Hopefully artists are able to tour again. Hopefully, you know, people uh, hopefully everybody can start touring all these musicians and everybody like hopefully that that's a possibility but uh as of now like do you, what's in your plans for 2021 as an artist i have um some really cool international things coming um i've been working with some friends in africa nice um we've been working on some really cool music that really allowed me to expand and broaden my horizons. Um, I'm excited for people to hear that. I um, also have a movie that I've been writing to an album that has been finished for a year. That's the that's the thing you played me, I think, the first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is fire, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited about like getting yeah, that rolling. Definitely. Starting to like preview some of those things later in the year. Yeah. You know. Um I'm getting back into modeling. I'm gonna be acting maybe in something for someone else, but definitely writing. Just to, you know, kinda like character yeah. just to practice character development and things like that. Hmm. I I'm really going to spend a lot more time in film this year, uh, in 2021. That's dope, definitely. Yeah. Like, I think it's good to be in different uh, aspects of art, you know? And, like, just from looking at this room and, like, the 
you know, just like yeah, the vision. Like I could tell the vision, like even, like I said, like when you were talking about that album of like, I remember you painting a, a pretty clear picture of like all these visuals of how you wanted to make a visual album movie. Um, and you really wanted to execute all these things. And even like your content, like it has a certain feel and a certain look that you want to give off with all your content, you know? Yeah. Um, I used to say, well, I, I don't know anymore, but um, I like Tarantino. I think that uh, he does Tarantino very well. And I always wanted a thing like mm -hmm. that, you know? Um, I think when people say they're inspired by Tarantino, they always go and do Tarantino, mm. you know? But they don't do themselves. They don't, they don't have a thing mm. to do. So my inspiration from Tarantino was to find my thing based on the Tarantino thing, you know? And now it's now it's like you can see it, but you can't see it. And I, I think that's really cool. I kind of want to expand on that. Top three movies, bro, right now. What are your top, top three movies of all time? Natural Born Killers, Pulp Fiction, Cadillac Records. The only one I've watched is Pulp Fiction. They're not even my top three. They're, they're just the ones that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what my top. I'll have to really think about. Top that. three albums. Two. Oh God. Top three albums. Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack. Ooh, fire. Um. Who. Graduation, no, 808s and Heartbreak. Um, and one of them Travis albums. Which one? That's bullshit. You said that's bullshit. I don't know, bro. I, I can't say mine because, like, <laughs> I, I would have to say the name of the album. But if you were to, if you were to say one, you would, you would say yours. One of them would be mine for sure. That's dope, bro. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. I go back. I go back. I go back. Um, Stevie Wonder characters album, uh, Tame Impala, Currents, and mine. Fire. Yeah. Where would you like to see yourself like twenty years down the line? What what can you see yourself doing? Like, paint a picture for for the, for the audience. Um. What would you like to your your life to be like, or do you want it to be completely spontaneous? And do you want to, like, are you just like fuck it wherever I end up, I end up? In twenty years, yeah. See, I'm twenty. Nah, like, so I got this whole like, I'm short. I'm sort of shedding skin right now. Like, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with shedding this wild. Like, sort of these wild parts of myself that are kind of like, I just want to be free, you know? I just want to do whatever. Yeah. Like, and I'm coming into this space now where it's like, I, I want to be able to, I want to be able to have peace of mind. Mm -hmm. I want to be very realized. Mm -hmm. I, at, at, at 47... That's about where I'll be. 
I want to be in a space of I want to be a guru like I I was making a joke earlier like I'm a musical monk I spend so much of my time just just in my studies of music and yeah. and um sound just and, by your answers like and by like whenever I talk to you about like your favorite music and all these records in the room like the average the modern day <laughs> listener doesn't yeah know any of these songs on the wall right here yeah and uh, to be completely i was like i was telling you earlier like <laughs> these aren't even the songs that i would listen to yeah. if i were to like bring these artists up i i'm not privileged enough to have the pieces that i want so i yeah, just yeah. made the most with this with these joints but i got richard Pryor on the wall so like that's <laughs> that's what's up but um yeah man like uh, where were we even <laughs> where are we going with that I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> anyways, bro, like, I think we're starting to feel that. Oh, 20 years. You're saying... No, I feel like we already went over this. Do we? I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, yeah. if, um, say, if you could go back in time and talk to the 10-year-old Aaron, what would you tell him? 10-year-old me? Oh, boy. Um, Find a therapist. Be very dead set learn the word therapist <laughs> learn the words mental health and then learn to badger your mother about it until she breaks <laughs> honestly like on a serious note though like like i think the the thing I love about modern day, um, even social media is that we're finally really starting to push the envelope on mental health and with all these things of meditation and all, everybody has their own form of, of coping with things, you know, and everybody has their own, uh, little strategy, whether it's meditation, whether it's fucking just even like literally, even I think yelling is low key, like probably like I personally never really done it, been a yeller myself, but even just fucking yelling and letting it out is better than keeping all these mo emotions bottled up inside, you know? And it's like, it I feel is. like finally we're getting to a point where we can be comfortable with ourselves and be honest and open up about all these things. Cause I think back in the day it was a lot scarier and even today it's still scary, but it's just like now, uh, the moment one person steps out such as yourself, like I want, like honestly, thank you. And like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people watching right now appreciate you opening up about all these things. Cause like it takes, it takes a certain, uh, amount of bravery, you know, to open up and be vulnerable with people. And it's just like, that'll help out the future generations to be able to like say, there could be something wrong with me, you know? And it's just like being open to the idea and the possibility. Cause you just never fucking know. Yeah. And I wanted to be understood that like, it's not an easy process except like it's not an easy thing to accept that there's there's nothing wrong mm. okay there's there's not a terminology to make it feel better and that's 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 the other thing it's like what happened happened and when we say there's something wrong we we use the connotation of like like that's the thing that like really makes it a terrible thing, you know, like it really makes it so like makes us kind of drive ourselves through the wall. It's like, ah, there's something wrong with me. Ah, fuck. Like I do, I still do it to myself to this day. And, and therefore I feel like we just make it worse. We kind of feed into it. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm just not okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you could be okay with that. And, and truthfully like, okay. If you are someone who, if if it gives you comfort to say that you know what yeah something's wrong with me 
and like you admit that to yourself it makes you feel better so that you can you know do what you need to do by all means i don't like to say that about myself i'm working on not saying it about myself because i feel like a superhuman truthfully mm-hmm. and um i do feel like i am i i have to learn how to harness this capability to to be on one extreme or another yeah i feel that like i feel like it gives me a certain level of empathy that maybe a lot of people cannot acquire yeah you know facts um but i have to be able to to, to be in that space yeah i agree yeah for it was awesome uh taking this time bro to talk to you i feel like we got we got a good amount um that we got got an opportunity to talk about um where for everyone watching right now, where can everybody follow you, bro? Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chase Aaron. That's C H A S E A A R O N, and then underscore A A Ron. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, guys, like tune into him. Uh, like he has a lot of dope shit on the way, and like, yeah. like honestly, like definitely one of the the. One of one of the best artists I, I've met out here so far. Like I can genuinely say that. Jeez, that's amazing, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, like, and yeah, go go hug your mom. If it would or your dad, or or hug hug the next person you see right now. Hug yourself. There you go. Hug yourself. <laughs> Till next time. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right.